At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. What's upset you now? I, I can't abide idle chit-chat. When you're queuing up... So I went to... Uh, specifically, I went to get my MOT done the other day and I was in a rush. It failed because there was a bulge on the tyre. So I had to go off and get another tyre done and then come back so that they could sort of sign it off. Yeah. A bulge on a tyre apparently is an automatic fail. So I came back. By this point, I'm now in a rush because I, I thought it was just going to pass and I, I needed to drive somewhere. So there's a guy in front of me who's had whatever done, chatting to the bloke in the in the garage, and he was, and then he just starts going on about, oh, uh, so how long have you been here? So, so tw- 27, 28 years. I was like, all right, fine, okay. And then and then he starts going on about where he used to go before this. Well, I used to go to a place up, and I'm like, what the fuck has this got to do with anything? <laughs> like, so what? You have a five minute conversation about something that just no- nothing. And they're just totally oblivious to the fact that I'm like, well, I don't even know if they were totally oblivious. They were acting like they were totally oblivious. I think they, I mean, they knew I was there. Oh, they, they knew, they knew. They took one look at you and went, keep this conversation going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, are you, are you, what, who cares where you used to go? Well, it's not there anymore. What are you talking about it for? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, I'll tell you where, where I actually have to go that is still there and I am now going to be late for because you are now having a conversation about a place that no longer exists. I need to be in actual Leicester, which is actually still there because I have to actually go and work there. You know, while you're stood there talking about a place that you used to go, well, of course, it's no longer there then. Well, brilliant. I'll tell you what will no longer be there at this rate, my job. I am going to be late for my actual job that is actually there because you are spending five minutes talking about a place that you used to go to that is no longer there. Is that what you want to do? What you're saying about, you know, what has that got to do with anything? Paul, you are now getting into my psyche. That is what I'm thinking when most people are talking to me. Oh, man. Why are you saying this? We don't have to talk. You can just not talk. 
people just feel the need to just talk, stop, shut up. I'd rather there be silence. I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if it was funny or there was sort of, but it's just sort of, you, well, all right, fair enough. You're probably lonely. You've not had the opportunity to speak to someone, but that's not my problem. Folk, you know, go on a chat line. <laughs> just don't waste my time and the time of everyone else's because this guy is too polite to go, to, to, quite frankly, too polite to turn around and go, mate, you're boring. <laughs> there is absolutely no point. This is a waste of everyone's time. Most people are boring. But it's like you've only just discovered this. Where the fuck have you been? I know. Most people are boring. Most people are saying needless things that don't need to be said. Most people aren't funny. As well, you say that, oh, I'd be all right if they were being funny. Sometimes I can't be bothered with funny. And I, I think, just make the coffee. I've not walked into a comedy club. I've walked into a cafe. I don't want to laugh. Well, absolutely right. I want a coffee bean. I know. I am paying for a service. Yes. And if you, if, oh, it, these people, it's just so, I don't know if selfish is the right word, but it's like, mate, your conversation is not more important than, ah, oh, you know, these sort of people as well that have been somewhere loads of times, so they therefore think that they're more important to you. It's like, mate, it's a fucking harvester. No one cares. Well, of course, we know John. We've been in here. We've been coming here. We come here 27 times. It's like, I am literally in here because there is nothing else around and I need to eat. <laughs> yeah, well, we've actually tried... Uh, we've tried every everything on the menu. Uh, so... <laughs> There's uh, Darren. Darren, he's uh, at university. You know, that sort of thing that they think they're kind of, like knowing everything about everything. And it, oh, man. You get it on holiday. Well, we've been coming here since uh, 1992. You unimaginative prick. <laughs> we've been coming here for 23 years, actually. Uh, uh, that's uh, Dave over there. All right, Dave. And you can just tell Dave's thinking, oh, God, not these people again. <laughs> I've moved here to get away from them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Have you ever made friends with someone on holiday that you've stayed in touch with after the holiday? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and I know where this is going as well. Because I know. Why? Because you've, you've said that and you go, oh, have you ever done that? And the obvious answer is no. It's a question that doesn't need to be asked. <laughs> and I know you're about to now answer your own question. And I know the answer is going to be... A it's like a chat show appearance. I'm just teeing you up. <laughs> So, uh, Sean, I understand you went on holiday recently. Did you, uh, did you make any friends? No, absolutely not, no. I can imagine someone sort of swimming over and you go, ah, oh, this guy looks like he wants to chat and you just fucking swimming away as quickly as you can in the opposite direction. Shark! Chat shark! There's a chat shark! <laughs> I know you have. You have, haven't you? You've made friends on holiday. I have, you yeah, yeah. Weirdo. Yeah. You weirdo. Why? You weird. There's nothing weird about that. It's such a weird thing. What are you doing? What is there designated places that you can and can't make friends now? Yes, your country. That's it. You're only allowed to make friends in the country, oh, in the country you live in. It's mad. What are you talking about? Sorry, mate. I'd love to make friends with you, but uh, we all know the rules. <laughs> This is not a designated friend-making arena. What? How have you made friends with a... How? 
You're in the same small place for two weeks. It's someone to laugh. It's just, oh, we should meet up when we get back. So, so you did that? What about holiday romances? People have got married and, like, that, you know, that have ended up together that they've met on holiday, haven't they? It's no different. Well, lots of things have happened. You can't just say something's good because it's happened. Oh, that was a proper politician's response then. Well, what about this? Well, <laughs> lots of things have happened. <laughs> oh, 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 OK. Yeah, you win you the argument. You Sorry, now you put oh, it up. You don't know what happened to those marriages. They could have gone on to, you know, got divorced. He could have, the husband could have been a wife beater. Oh, God. I mean, that is as may be, but let's just say that the initial, you know, they, they, they met, they were on holiday, they fell in love, and then they ended up. So tell you what your outlook on life is. Yeah, don't do anything because it will probably end up being shit. That, I'm getting that tattooed on my face. <laughs> I'd like to do it if possible. <laughs> if you get me the necessary equipment and some ink, I will be happy to oblige. Don't chase your dreams. And instead of a full stop at the end of it, I'd do a cock and balls. <laughs> Wasn't it awkward when you then met the couple in mainland England? No, not at all. Seen them loads of times. It could laugh. What do they do? What do they do? What are their jobs? He, he's a plumber. She works for him. Oh, that's why you're friends with him. You thought, I've got someone now to sort out my sink. <laughs> no, Sean, not everyone thinks like you. There doesn't always have to be something in it for you. <laughs> I absolutely disagree. Conversely, I have met some of the worst people I've ever met in my... Just to sort of highlight your point, I have met some of the worst people I've ever met in my life on holiday. <laughs> Enlighten me, go on. Uh, one bloke on the same holiday, he, uh, he sort of went off. We were in Mauritius. He went off on day one and ended up having a barbecue with some sort of locals down the road, which whatever, and then uh, got ill for the rest of the week and blamed it on his hot tub. <laughs> And uh, he tried to speak to me during a game of cards, and I was like, "Oh, mate, I'm playing cards." And he got this, he cracked the shit to me. Didn't speak to me for the rest of the holiday, and uh, including on on the plane home, was sort of you know that thing of purposely sort of like making out, letting you know that he wasn't talking to you. Oh yeah. So really talking to everyone else, like oh yeah, blah, blah, but then sort of yeah, blanking me. Anyway, but yes, idle chit chat. Yes, it's just that sort of thing of like. I tell you what it is, it's it's kind of like having to be more of an important customer than everyone else and having to let everyone else know that. Yeah. Letting everyone know that you know all the staff in there or you know a little bit more about whatever it is. Here's something. I mean, I can be sort of slightly pedantic, but I met someone the other day I think is the most pedantic person I've ever met in my life. I collect records, as you know. Yeah. And... Um, we had gone to see a band in Southampton, and this guy—he was annoying. He was talking to—he was talking to my friend, and he was talking about vinyl now. Because I don't know if you know this, but like new vinyls are, are on a hundred and eighty gram vinyl. Do you know this? So it's like no, it's a slightly it's a slightly thicker thicker vinyl. So, for example, in the eighties, they were they were a bit thinner. So anyway, so this guy goes, "Oh, the vinyl now, shit, vinyl now, shit." <laughs> he goes, "I bought three albums the other day." And bought three albums. Yeah, this new 180 gram vinyl, right? He goes, so I got home, weighed them. <laughs> weighed them and he goes, how much do you think they weighed? He goes, one was 192, one was 205, and one was 178. So I took them back. He took them back. The first thing he did when he got home was weigh 
these records and then he went back he actually went back to the shop and said sorry I've just weighed these and I was just like I can't but like, that can't have happened before that ca- that has to be the first time that that shop has had someone come back in saying hello mate I've just weighed these and they're not 180 grams right okay so two things that man is not well okay that's number one yeah <laughs> you're right yeah secondly yeah you're not far from that who me a hundred percent <laughs> well, give me an example. No, the example is, I can see that coming. You, hello, mate, sorry, I know this is a bit weird, sorry, but the, I, I, I've weighed things in it. <laughs> Where's that voice? I don't know, I can't, what is it, I can't do, it's that voice, I can't do, I don't, meh, meh, what, what is, what is, <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that? Hello, hello, mate. Sorry, he's weighed <laughs> far too much. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Yes. Anyway, you, you, I don't think I've got. I don't think I've got quite that level of pedantry in my uh, locker. But what? Why does it matter that they weigh more? That's the bit I don't get. Well, exactly. That's fucking annoying. When someone's relaying a story, right? They're telling you the story, and you have a question about the story, right? Right. And you go, oh, so what did? Oh, so why did he do that? And they go, I don't know. And you go, well, didn't you ask him? And they go, no. And you go, why did you not ask him that? That is the obvious question. Do you know what I mean? They don't find out why someone did something in their own story. Who did this? No, like, when, when, I'm saying it's annoying when someone is telling a story, right? Yes. And it's got a, it's got a character in their story that they've met in real life, and they go... Who, give me an example of this happening. I don't know. Right. So you've just told a story about a thing, and I've asked you a question about it happening, and you can't you can't give me an example. So you you you've basically just no, because I'm giving a hypothetical. I can't remember an actual event taking place. So I'm... we can all give hypotheticals, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know what I'm discovering about you in this chat is that you would be a good politician. Thank you. I tell you another thing that cannot happen anymore is people telling stories. And then when they get asked a question within that story, okay, Prime Minister, can you give us an example of that happening? It was hypothetical. (laughs) Spot on. You have got all of the traits of a politician and none of them good. (laughs) You've got all of the bad traits of a politician. That's fine. What are the good traits? (laughs) God, look at you. It wasn't meant as a compliment. They have got massive. You've got all the traits. You've got all the traits of a politician, and none of them good. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's fine. I've got a massive house. I've got a house in the country. <laughs> I've got a house in the city. I've got millionaire friends who can just walk into the restaurant. Everything, brilliant. It's like being a king. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what you. That's what. That's what you want. What? That is what you want. What? You want to be like a sort of dictator slash king. <laughs> Surely that would be you. What do you mean? If you could, if you were to say to me, Sean, would you like to be king? Yes, go on then. Fine. Would you not want to be king? Would you want to? <laughs> yes, would, go on would then. Would you want to be king? Would you want to be king? No, I actually don't think I would. Fuck all the way off to Buckingham Palace, you lying piece of turd. <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't think I would want to be the king. No. You are a liar. You're lying. You're flat out lying. You would love to be king. I'm not. You, you, you are. You're. I wouldn't. What are you doing? You're doing the thing. You're. Um. You're. What's the word when you? You're. Ah. Oh, what's the word when you're? You're. You're having a go at me, but really it's about you. You're. <laughs> that is not what's happening, and I don't know what the word is. 
That's what you want to be king. You want to be king. I'm so King McCaffrey. I'm surprised you don't know what it is. King McCaffrey. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be king. It wouldn't sit. The the the, the crown would lay heavy on my head. If I think that is what the uh, is that a saying? I'd rather be the court jester. Well, you've got the job. <laughs>